Good morning, everyone. My name is Dean Laxer, and I'm back with my late uh, podcast. I wanted to do it sooner. I just uh, I couldn't. I was in a bad shape. I tried to do it with my with my Sony phone. Um, microphone of the Sony is quite quite well manufactured and very precise, but I just couldn't get around doing it. And the reason for that was I was lying on a couch. I was sitting in a comfortable chair on a terrace in my rented apartment in Waldmünchen, which is uh, far to the east of Bavaria, where the great Bavarian forest sort of starts. It's more on the edge of that forest. And I went there by bicycle from my own location. My location is around, uh, around 45 kilometers away. And... For me, that's quite much because, you know, I do ride my bicycle quite uh, quite often, every week uh, almost, and I, I like pushing myself through the forests, you know, mostly uphill because you don't have much of a choice. I just, I live on a hilltop. If you want to get somewhere, you either go down and then try to get back up or you go up and enjoy uh, the, the forest itself with all the, the, tra- the, the trails, the, the hiking spots, Anything that you can find, really, just go right through it. And it's really beautiful. And I wanted to do a real good, big, exhausting trip for me personally to prove myself that all the training might be worth something, that I could actually do it. You know, like a personal challenge. And I think that's important every now and then to do that. Most people think I'm completely nuts uh, for, for doing it. And um, as of now, I, I managed to get back in one piece, but... Believe me, that was a chore. <laughs> um, I feel fine. I'm just super exhausted. I mean, really, really beat. As as if I would be working like 48 hours in a row. That's how exhausted I am. And I'm really super tired. And, and I slept through the whole Sunday. Uh, didn't do anything. I'm still not doing much now. With the exception of some artwork that I need to complete today. And I still have a week off as of this week. And it is Monday uh, at the time of recording, just just that you know. And I wanted to talk to you about my experience with this trip and how enjoyable it was and how interesting it is to briefly meet other people and watch them, observe them, how they behave or how they react when you greet them. Some people are extremely negative and very uh, self-reserved, looking for their own personal space, if you will even though there's no one in sight except themselves. And in, in this instance, of course, me personally just crossing paths with them. And that's it. And some of them were quite positive and cheerful and waving and saying hi and all that and just enjoying the sun because we had fantastic weather with very little rain, if anything at all. It was a bit windy, but it does help you cool off because if the sunlight hits you the whole day, it does get kind of warm and exhausting too. I I don't like the sun all that much. I mean, I'm glad that we have sun. I just don't like being exposed to sun uh, 24-7. That makes no sense to me. So I try to avoid that anytime I can. I don't like sunbathing either. It's just, it pisses me off after a while. (laughs) It's just not something I like to do. But um, uh, my trip started uh, last week on Thursday. I I jumped on my bike, made sure that everything was in order. The only thing that didn't work uh, were the lights on my bicycle. 
uh, mountain bike to be precise. I bought a Cube mountain bike, which is a German manufacturer as far as I know, uh, constructing quite well uh, conceived and, and uh, engineered bicycles that should hold for many years, at least I hope they do. Um, my version is more of a city traffic uh, capable bicycle in case I need to go through, uh, you know, nighttime city traffic or just uh, civilized uh, places anyway, you know. Everywhere where people are and vehicles, you should have at least a somewhat secure bicycle to be seen with reflectors and, you know, lights and all that and uh, some some uh, wheel plates and what whatnot. I'm not quite sure how you, you call that in English. I am so sorry, but they're just some plates that are supposed to protect you from the water being uh, tossed from, from, the, from the tires when you, you know, go over water or most moist places, mud and whatnot. And for some reason, I really can't figure out the word. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean. Anyway, I, um, I tried to prepare myself. I went to training on some more bicycle training here in, in my area, which still is a, a, a secret for most of you, I know, and I don't like to reveal that because my private life and my privacy, my peace and quiet are very important to me. But I live more to the west of, of my destination, to, you know, the west of Waldmünchen. You can add 45 kilometers there and you can uh, probably guess where I might uh, stay or live. And um, from there, I, I crossed uh, many, many towns, many small, small, tiny villages, typical Bavarian countryside. And, uh, well, I, I did my training on, I think, Saturday, first of all. Then I think, no, it was Sunday. I did my training on Sunday. Monday, I took a break, relaxing myself, relaxing the muscles because I do push myself a little bit. And I felt the, the pressure. Then I went on Tuesday again for two hours through the woods, uh, just here in my area. But it's enough, believe me. It's really exhausting if you do that, but it's beautiful. Just being out there in nature is just really great. Then I took a break on Wednesday and went with a friend of mine who was driving to Nuremberg with me to buy comic books and stuff like that. And I have bought one. I might come back to that later at the end of the podcast what that is all about. I didn't spend much money. We we actually went for vegan food this time. A Vietnamese vegan restaurant, which is, I think, called Mi Hao in, in Nuremberg. If you have the time and you are in Nuremberg and you like vegan food, then you should probably check it out because the food is ex- exceptionally good. I was surprised, really. I'm not a vegan person myself. I am mostly vegetarian and with, you know, actually pescatarian because I, I just love fish. But I do eat vegetarian food mostly. I don't eat meat at all. I'm not advertising that. I don't want people to be forced to not eat meat. That's a different case. I'm just saying for myself, personally, that's the choice I made, and I'm fine with that. Um, it, it's just really delicious. They have meat uh, supplements made out of tofu, which uh, taste surprisingly like meat, but not really like the typical meat that you know. It just tastes like actual tofu with a 
maybe a tie, it's depending on the seasoning, I suppose, or maybe MSG, I'm not sure if they use that. But it's, um, it's a lot more delicious than I expected. And it's really, I felt great afterwards. I'm just saying, it's just, you know, the whole vegetable deal. I had a gigantic uh, uh, noodle, noodle soup, a ramen soup with parts of, of tofu and different flavored tofu, so to speak, and all sorts of vegetables in, in there and, and mushrooms, which I do enjoy, you know, the, the typical champignons. And I really, really dig that place. Um, well, anyway, I, that was my relaxing day, even though I was marching through the city mostly with him. Uh, which wasn't really exhausting, but it was a, a difference, let's say, a different kind of uh, muscle usage. Then on Thursday, that's when the fun started. I woke up at 5 a.m. because I just couldn't sleep anymore. Got a bit excited because I knew, oh, today's the big day, you know, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going for a trip. Uh, packed my backpack or checked what I had packed before, you know, the day before. Uh, made sure that I haven't forgotten anything Then I left a bit too late. I... Uh, checked. I did some breakfast for myself and some fresh food and just took all that with me and tried to stuff it in my backpack and just left and went to my garage, took the bicycle and off I, I went, you know, and going up here in my hometown, up the hill is quite, I needed to go up the hill. I have to cross the hill first to save time instead of, you know, driving around it. That would actually take a lot longer. And I I knew this would be a very exhausting day. Um, the guy who owns the apartment in Waldmünchen was actually waiting for me. He did give me a call and just to ensure that, are you really coming or not? Because I told him, I'm trying to get there by bicycle only. No no car use. And it should be, it should be possible to do that, at least for someone who's halfway trained like me. So we left it there, and he just wished me good luck and, you know, was waiting for me there with a bottle of wine, mind you. And um, I, the, fir- the first thing that I realized while doing this, I had my navigation in my pocket. I used my phone for that, and I had some uh, in-ear uh, with, you know, um, a sports version of in-ear uh, Bluetooth headsets, which you can actually snap around your ear so they fit better and you don't lose them. Because um, just in case I might, you know, get into some kind of turbulence trouble or maybe use the forest in, in as, a, as a detour, probably, if, if I want to. Then I don't lose those, those in-ear pods and I don't like losing stuff like that. I don't want to step off the bicycle and look for this shit. In, in the ground, in, in earth and dirt and all that. I, I don't need that. So I'm pretty glad I bought them. They're very, they were very cheap. You know, we're talking like 30 bucks. But they hold quite a lot. They can, they can take eight hours of abuse easy, which is quite nice. And um, yeah, the first thing I experienced or noticed was the Zen moment of it all because I was completely alone. There was no one in sight for most of my my trip. So um, after I passed the, the, the biggest town in my, in my uh, distance, in my path, so, this, so to speak, that town is called Oberfichtach, by the way, which I live in the area near to that town. It's the biggest town, really, to reach for me personally if I want to go shopping. 
and um, which I do on a regular basis, I think. And I, I passed through it on a typical walk and bicycle path that crosses that area completely. Then you just move past the train station and um, off you go. You know, and then you're pretty much outside. And that's where the actual trip for me started. Everything before that was just hometown and, you know, something, places I've known anyway, familiar places. And then just started exploring. The first thing I noticed in that, in that time was, like I said, the Zen moment that you have when you know there's no one inside. You have maybe music in your ears, something really relaxing, and you want to just enjoy and take it all in, the nature of it all, the countryside, just, just everything. Even though the countryside in Germany is mostly manufactured and engineered, mind you, it's not just a forest that grows by itself. It's always maintained, managed, and treated uh, 24-7, I would almost assume, because Germans are very picky in that regard. Everything is designed. You know, the forests are just not there by chance. They have been many, many years ago, but they have been enhanced and manipulated and changed and altered over the years, and everything is still being checked um, over the years. Even when wolf, wolves are actually moving from the Czech Republic through Bavaria, and then which happened actually just recently, uh, it was reported a pack of wolves were just passing through looking for a place to stay. And they did not do anything. They didn't shoot them or anything like that, thank God. But, you know, they, they reported that in case you are in this area, just be a little bit careful, uh, which I do believe that I passed, but I didn't, I'm not really in, in the forests themselves. I'm more on the outside of those areas and <clears throat> move through there and just, you know, trying to get through somehow. And I haven't seen any wolves myself and no foxes or, or deers, which is quite funny because in my hometown, I do see them a lot, um, especially uh, wild bunnies and, and reindeers, which we have quite a few just running wild and just, you know, enjoying life, I suppose, and enjoying their existence. But in that place where I've been, I haven't seen one, maybe except a bunny. I think I saw a bunny running around, but that was it. I don't even remember where it was. And during the first, uh, the first kilometers that I passed, I think the first 20, um, I, I did cross paths with uh, a few people. Uh, there was a parking bench on one of these, these areas, which I took a break, and there was a guy who was inline skating. You know, skating like, like he was skiing with two sticks in his hands. I don't know what you call them. I just know they're fucking sticks, okay? And... <laughs> Uh, he was a bit pissed that I was there, you know, quite annoyed that he had to uh, share that road, which is an open road for everyone, you know, just for, uh, not for cars. We're just talking really uh, a footway, all right? And um, he was just all by himself. He was maybe around his late 50s, early 60s probably, and he was skating up and down all the time, doing his workout, I suppose. And he didn't like the idea of me being there and sharing. He just wanted to have the whole place for himself and he did behave like that. Which, personally, you know, it's fine. I don't care. Some people are just typical German, I suppose. And then uh, there was a nice lady uh, passing uh, me. They, She was the, the friendliest of the bunch, I think, uh, from all the people I met. Uh, just really uh, radiating this happiness, if you know what I mean. If you see a woman like that with a huge smile... 
and uh, just uh, all this energy that comes from her just by being alive and being there and just enjoying herself. That is actually cool to see. And I have to admit, you don't see it that often here. You sometimes see it in the neighborhood and only a few people actually have that smile. Uh, we talked about that before, that Germans have no humor. <laughs> well, it comes to, it, it all goes down to how they really, you know, live and how they were brought up, I suppose. But that was one of the most positive examples that I could I could think of, of, of my trip. While everyone else was more reserved, with the exception of some old people, uh, you know, retired folks, pensions, uh, they had they had a blast of just being there. I don't know where they came from, but... You know, they had like their, their e-bikes, they had, um, they were just hiking, they went out with their dog, and uh, most of these people are just extremely happy and friendly, of course, so no harm there. But everyone else that I met, especially men, they were very reserved. They didn't, they, they did greet you a little bit, but they didn't want to be disturbed, they just wanted to be by themselves. Which is not odd, it's pretty common here in Germany. doesn't mind I'm just uh, it doesn't matter I mean I don't really expect uh, people walking up to me and then wanting to be my friend or anything like that but it's interesting just to see how they behave that's all I'm saying and uh, well I left there after 8 a.m. on my trip you know and I reached my destination after many breaks and, and I was really exhausted I, I was starting to feel the heat because the sunlight was really kicking in and warming me up like a pretzel. And I, uh, I, I arrived at my destination around 1.45 p.m., I think, if I remember correctly. It wasn't 2 p.m. yet, but I was, I was beat. I was completely beat. I was way overheated. Um, I wasn't dehydrated. I was drinking it all... All the time, actually. Every time I took a break, I took a sip, I drank a whole bottle, and I had a few bottles of, of water with me, which I almost used up entirely. I think it wasn't enough, I suppose. But um, for some reason, it felt like my body, and I don't know why, I really don't know why, it was very weird. It didn't feel like my body was using uh, the water like it should, you know, from a health standpoint, because I had to pee the entire time throughout that trip. I took five breaks just to take a piss. And I don't know why. You know, I was sweating like a pig. Uh, I was sure that my body needed the water, so I, of course I kept drinking, but I was pissing like a horse, right? And uh, fuck, I don't know why. It stopped afterwards, and once I, I reached my destination, it just uh, started relaxing because there was nothing else for me to do. I took a shower immediately and all that and just enjoyed uh, the fact that I managed to get there. Um, the landlord wasn't there. He, the owner actually lives in that house. And if you want to know where that is, the house is called House Monica, which is more to the south of the center from Waldmünchen. Waldmünchen itself is a very small town, but it's, it's big enough for you to get around. It has a store. It has many cafes. It has restaurants. Um, even has a, a Turkish uh, a döner uh, <laughs> store where you can actually get your döner. <laughs> In case you don't know what that is, look it up. It's it's quite fun. It's good food, and um, there is a public bath that you can visit. It's more like an indoor bath or pool. 
let's say, with, uh, with a sauna and all that. It was much larger a couple of years ago, but because of financial reasons, they couldn't maintain it. So they had to, uh, you know, downsize the whole thing, I was told. And now they just got stuck with two pools interior, uh, one of which is still the biggest from all those pools that they have, and they only have two, man. So um, it, there is a place for the young folks to play around a water mushroom, like a fountain that just, you know, blasts out water and everyone is happy about that. And across from that, you have maybe two or three lines of free swim- swimming where you can just go back and forth and do your lines. And that's it. There's not much else. You have many places to lie down, but if you if you go there during vacation, Saturdays, the place is full, packed with people, and there's not enough space to actually swim. So that's um, that's a downside. I went there Friday nights. You know, I came there Thursday, relaxed for the rest of the day, and um, I just went for shopping because I was cooking for myself. You know, the apartment had everything it needed. A very small kitchen, but very suffice. And I just bought uh, vegetables and some, what did else did I buy? Just just noodles, vegetables, onions, you know, stuff like that. And just made my own food there. Uh, that's what I wanted to do, to find a place to relax, to retreat, so to speak. Which is kind of funny, because I am retreating in my apartment every day. But seeing a different area for retreats is kind of nice every now and then. And... Um, I I just noticed on Thursday that I was done for. I actually went by foot uh, down downtown for shopping, carrying all that stuff back with me and then cooking real fast, trying to get some food inside of me. And uh, I, I bought, oh, I didn't just buy vegetables. I bought uh, some, some king prawns too, pre-cooked uh, king prawns. I just wanted to throw them on the noodles on top when I was finished so that I can... I can have the taste of those things at least without cooking them or the need of cooking them again. And that's it. Afterwards, I just, I break apart. I broke apart. I was so, so abused and felt like I've been muscle raped. I lied down and slept. Then I went out to the terrace, slept some more. Landlord was there. He said hi. He came from work. He owns the whole place. He lives actually above me in his, in his uh, apartment. It's his uh, full-fledged home and uh, the basement was rebuilt to an apartment which is I'm not quite sure how big it is maybe 47 square meters which is more than enough if you're looking for something more luxurious then I assume you can't stay there even though it's up the hill on on a hilltop not well, maybe not a hilltop more hillside let's say with partially a very good view, depending on where you are. In my case, because it's a basement and then I have a terrace and all that. If you sit on the terrace, you don't see anything. You don't see the environment. You don't see the landscape. You only see, like, next-door neighbor across the street, and there's nothing you see there except some bushes and trees. So if you're looking for a great view while sitting on the terrace, I would suggest that you go someplace else. But his, his place was surprisingly quiet and cheap, to be honest, even though the interior quality and everything you put in there, he did himself, was beautiful. His design, the way he cut the place, the way everything was, his furniture, his, his, his planning, there is a spare room 
for, uh, let's say, your luggage. If you have a lot and you know, don't want it to stand around taking up space, you can put it there. If you've got a bicycle, an expensive one, and you don't, don't want it to be standing outside, for security reasons, you can always take it inside and put it in there, too, in that spare room. There's enough room for that, which I did because I forgot my lock. And um, the bedroom is big enough for two people. It's not designed for kids. It's only designed for two people, really. If you have a kid, it could actually sleep on the couch, I suppose. It's big enough for a kid, For a kid, I think. I was lying there more like, you know, diagonal to get on it, but it's, it's, it's okay. The living room is fine. It's, it's more than enough. It has a big TV set in case you want to watch something, which I personally don't do. Um, direct uh, 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 terrace door, of course, to the outside. You have a fireplace even, which wasn't in use while I was there, but you can if you want to. Uh, the kitchen was right in the corner behind me. It's nothing but a two square meter tiny corner kitchen. It's enough. You have a stove, you have an oven, no dishwasher, but who cares? Um, and everything that was in, designed in there was really comfortable. Comfortable, it was beautiful, it was like a second home. And personally, I wouldn't mind living in there or in a place like that permanently forever because I could use it really really well for all sorts of activities, especially artwork and just, uh, just living for fuck's sake, you know, living is just in, in a place like that. It's just fantastic. The bathroom was small, but, um, very tidy, very, very clean, modern, brand new with a respectively big shower, a corner shower with, you know, sliding glass doors, um, big enough for, a, I think, you could put two people in there if you're not, you know, too, let's say, chubby, <laughs> too big, big boned. You can get two people in there and have a snuggle shower. That's fine. You know, that could work, which I've, I didn't do. I wasn't looking for anybody. Mm. I did have a chat with a landlord about that topic. Well, that's a different story. I went downtown a couple of times just to look around. The next day I felt strong enough or energetic enough to take my bicycle once more and went and uh, explore the area. I went more upwards to uh, to the top of that uh, countryside, of the forest, and you will find uh, many, many uh, hiking trails if you're interested in that or just take your, your mountain bike and try it yourself with that. Um, you can get almost anywhere over those areas and you can with great view of the place. I took some pictures. I think I've uploaded quite a few of these pictures to Instagram. If I don't forget, I'm going to place the link here so you can check it out yourself. I have been, like I said, I used the public bath there. I did, uh, there's a lake in the area called the Pearl Lake, or let's say uh, Palzi would be the German name. Um, it's, I haven't used the entire place that I haven't seen the entire place. I went over a bridge to take a look at the lake and make some, some pictures. I didn't feel fit enough to actually, uh, travel around the lake to see everything I wanted to do that I was planning on, but I used up all my energy for, for, uh, just getting there in the first place. And everything else was just like 15 minutes of extra energy that I used for one and a half or two hours 
to get across the area and just look at the environment, uh, the country itself. Uh, the town, of course, I went around the town. I went upwards, took many pictures and all that. I just uh, enjoyed myself. Went to cafes. I went, so I went eating. I went, I, I had a blast for myself. But there wasn't really much going on, not many people. The one thing I did avoid, there was a festival being being uh, organized at the center of the town. I'm not really keen on most German festivals. I'm not, I don't like that too much. And there was a band playing and uh, it was late at night and I, I just didn't feel like going there. It's not something that gives me joy to listen to that kind of stuff and just sitting there and doing nothing. You know, just, just, I mean, I could meet people if I wanted to. I didn't. I didn't care. I wasn't looking forward to, to meet anyone specific, except having some small talk and saying, hey, hi, how you doing? You know, nice dog. That kind of shit, sure. And um, the owner of the, the bath was talking to me a little bit. I had some, some chats there, but I just wanted to explore. That's all I want. I'm really reserved these days. I stay to myself as much as I can. And I have to say, I do like it. I, um, you could say, on, on one hand, I am not ready to... Uh, I'm not ready to meet anyone, specifically, especially not women. I, I don't want to. I talked about that many times. You know that I just... I exploded here in front of my microphone many times. I am not ready for that, and I don't want to. And I'm, I feel fine. I don't mind meeting people, saying hi, that's okay. Staying in contact... No. Mm -mm. In case you're wondering, I'm drinking a beer here. It's actually noon, so um, perfect time for a beer. <laughs> um, there's something else I could tell you about about that place is the the landlord is extremely kind, very generous, uh, forthcoming. He even offered me his car, believe it or not, for uh, taking it for, uh, for, you know, for, for uh, buying groceries. And I said, hey, no, no, don't forget it. I, I can't guarantee that I'll give you your car back unscratched or undamaged. I wasn't really, um, I, I wasn't focused enough to actually pay attention to what I was doing. I got lost even by taking a walk, believe it or not. So um, just saying, if, if you're looking for someone who was very friendly and kind to to strangers. He doesn't care where you're from. This guy is really cool. Um, he likes everyone. He likes to have contact to anybody. He, he respects you for who you are and what it is that you do. And he likes having a drink with you. So if you do intend on coming to Germany and you want to see a place that is really typical for German countrysides, go to Waldmünchen, check House Monica out, try to get there with a reservation, you will have a blast, but take a look at the apartment first. If you're uh, satisfied with the size and the area and location itself, there is a parking space directly in front of his property. You can use it. Um, you can come there with bicycles. You can, I, th I think you can rent bicycles there too. There must be a bicycle store in, somewhere nearby. I can't tell you exactly where it is. I forgot. I haven't been there myself, but there are many things you can do. There are hiking trails, there are hiking groups, um, anything more organized if you want to be a part of that kind of program or you can explore it yourself. 
it's all fine. And it is absolutely stunningly beautiful and very peaceful, highly recommended. So that's all I wanted to say. Then on, on Sunday, you know, I actually did take some work with me to read while I was sitting there on, my, on, on, on that terrace or just uh, relaxing in a cafe. I had my, some books with me from my online university to do some reading. I wanted to actually type something on it because I took my Samsung tablet with me with a, a mobile keyboard case that comes around with it. It's actually the official Samsung case. Um, great device. I like using it, but I just, I, I was too exhausted even to work. So that didn't plan out very well. I have to continue with that uh, this week desperately to get ahead of my schedule. So um, that's on my table. Um, but that's it. Really, that's, that's all I did in the end. And then on Sunday, I had a... Actually, on uh, Saturday evening, I had a longer talk and a, a, some, some wine and a drink with the uh, with landlord. He's very cool. And um, I enjoyed that. And I said my uh, goodbyes the next morning because we agreed that I would, you know, start breakfast with him together in his, in his own place above, which is beautifully designed and crafted, the whole thing. He actually told me that he bought the place as an old wooden cabin 13 years ago to settle down, basically, to, 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 to make himself uh, more independent, I suppose finding a zen place so to speak where he just you know i mean he had some trouble in his life i suppose at some point in life and um that's a good place to retreat he just likes there to be there because it's 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 safe it's a safe haven it's uh it's his home fairly speaking you know just um to to put it out there simply that's his his home Mm. and um Where was I? What, this table is kind of shaky. Something is not right here. Maybe I have to fix something. Give me a second. Could have sworn I heard something here. Not If I have another mouse in my apartment, I'm freaking the fuck out. Never mind. Um... Yeah, I had breakfast with, with a guy at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, he didn't mind. He was he was up anyway. Then I just grabbed my stuff and and left. I left the place tidy. I cleaned everything, and then off I went. And I wanted to go as early as possible because I couldn't stay too long. First of all, the next guest would be coming, so he needs time, of course, to you know prepare every, everything and clean the apartment. Even though there wasn't really a big mess that I made, but you know, still you you have to do it. So I I thought if I wait there. Uh, to let's say 10 or 11 a.m. It would get far too hot because the sun was coming down the whole day, no clouds, nothing. And officially we had like only 21 degrees Celsius, but it's a lot more if you're standing outside in the sun. It feels like 30. And I I don't like that. I can't deal with that shit and it's really a lot more exhausting... And very unpleasant for me. And my system can't take that shit. I'm not made for heat. I really, I'm, I'm really not. And I knew that I would waste more energy that way and, you know, risking maybe some, some sun shock or whatnot and just be, 
internally burned and needed more breaks or maybe even, you know, um, getting dizzy, which does happen sometimes, or low blood sugar, which could happen to me too sometimes if I'm not careful with my, uh, with my food, with, uh, you know, uh, carbohydrates mostly. I need that a lot. And, um, so I left around 6.30 with, uh, my mountain bike, I was completely packed with a heavy backpack, of course, and said my goodbyes and said, I will be back maybe with a friend next time. Then I'll come by car, which he advised me to do. And he said, I know this ego trip. I know that it's a challenge for you and wanted to prove something for yourself, but don't do it. <laughs> take a car next time, take the bicycle and enjoy the area in its entirety before doing a trip like that again. But I think he might be right. You know, I was very stubborn with my decision to do that. So why not? Well, then I went back and I have to admit that the, the, the trip back because of the more level plain field, mostly from, from Waldmünchen on forward to getting back to uh, Oberfichtach was, I think, easier and way faster. You know, it, it, it took me like five hours to get there and it took me three hours, I think, three and a half tops to get back according to the navigation it should take two hours and 10 minutes or something like that with this path that i chose but i'm not that fast and i'm not that good either to just keep on pushing and trying to generate a uh, an average speed of let's say 15 or 20 kilometers an hour i can't do that but um riding downhill is obviously very fun you can get forward a lot faster but we're living here in bavaria guys there's always a hill somewhere in front of you uh, crossing your path that needs to be dealt with. So you do get slowed down, you know. And I tried to push myself to get fast through that, that uh, the first portion of 20 kilometers as fast as possible, which I, I think it took me almost an hour to do. With a few breaks in between, more pictures, you know, some food, water, and I kept on going. And then after that Oberfichter place... I needed to pass a few other small towns and a, a bigger hill, which is my home. And that last portion is was the roughest for me. I could feel my legs the entire time. I could feel that my muscles couldn't take it anymore. And I was really fucked. And I needed more breaks. I was looking for a shady place to avoid the sun. I, was, I had some food with me, some eggs, bread, um... Uh, these these power candy bars, you know, protein candy bars, all that all that shit, you know, all that crap, and it did help. I needed food, of, of course, obviously to to keep surviving. But I swore to myself I needed a break, and my ass was hurting me all the time because the saddle is not really that well for me. I suppose. I mean, when you're just riding for ten kilometers in your own hometown or fifteen, that's like nothing. Right? It's still exhausting. It's still fun to do. It's like sport, really. And you don't feel the saddle very much. But after 40 kilometers, of Jesus Christ, you're starting to cry. <laughs> Sitting there like somebody is ass-raping you on that bicycle, and you just wish for it to stop. And yeah, that's just the way it is, I suppose. Maybe I have to exchange that saddle one fine day, I, I assume. If I take another long trip, I have to buy something different. Hmm. Anyway, that was a blast. When I came here, 
uh, on on Sunday it was before noon. Thankfully, it was I think ten thirty at that point. Um, because like I said, I took many breaks in between. Then I took a detour in the end because I wanted to explore a different path or a different trial. Uh, but uh, just a, a place, a path I've never uh, taken before. And I think I got, believe it or not, I think I got lost and I took the wrong turn and ended up on a place that I didn't want to be. Of course, I was still in the area of my, my home, but it just made the whole trip a lot longer. So I think with the exploring of the town of, of Waldmünchen itself, the area, the hilltop there, the forests, um, then of course my 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 trip entirely getting there and getting back i think i went way over 90 kilometers maybe not a hundred i think that might be a stretch but i think close to a hundred would be realistic i didn't really pay attention to all the kilometers and i didn't you know like recorded it or something like that and wasn't really recording any data maybe i should have it would have been interesting but yeah, that's it. And when I reached here on Sunday, I could barely move. Took a shower. Uh, legs hurting. They still hurt. It's a li- it was a bit too much. My knees are a bit shaky, soft, <laughs> and mushy. Um, I didn't do anything on Sunday. I slept through the entire day. I just ate some snacks, had many drinks, even a beer, and I was done. Just let my, my projector running with some Netflix stuff. I watched uh, the old classic stuff, Star Trek, uh, William Shatner and so forth. And the reason I did that is because I started watching the uh, Strange New Worlds show, uh, I think which has been streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, but it's also, you know, you can, you can watch it in, 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 I think, any place in the world, really, for that stream. And um, I was surprised. I was surprised at how good it was. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is really something to look out for. And I'm very pleased with the acting. I'm very pleased with the storytelling. It's much more uh, compatible, more, more like comparable, let's say, to um, The Next Generation, to, uh, in parts to the classic show from the 60s. Um, it deals with the captain, Christopher Pike, who was the captain of that ship 11 years before, I think over 11 years before Captain Kirk took over. Um, it's the, it's, it's a pre-era, pre-Kirk era show, which shows the development of the relationship between Captain Pike and his loyal, loyal friend, uh, Mr. Spock. Um, I, don't know all the actors' names just yet. I just started watching. They're very familiar, but I could, I could tell you stuff, and it probably would be wrong. But um, it is a somewhat like a spin-off of the the Discovery series, and we all know that Star Trek Discovery is a badly written show. Um, I don't want to dwell on that too much. I just hate it. I don't like it at all. I don't like the style. I don't like the way they're talking. This is much better by far. It's an episodic show. Every episode has a different exploration uh, setup, so to speak. Every episode is something about morals once again. It's about life lessons, about uh, exploring 
the human existence or existence overall, the philosophy of it all, it's very, very similar to uh, the character development and storytelling of Next Generation, which I am very happy about. So that's why I'm still watching that. I'm following uh, the, the schedule when the next episodes will be aired, and I'm very much looking forward to that. So I started watching the uh, Christopher Pike episode from the classic Trek, not the pilot that wasn't aired back then, the first pilot being produced. But there's a, a double episode in the, f- in the first season. I forgot the episode's name, but it's episode 12 and 13 of the first season where um, Spock is uh, performing mutiny, trying to get his old friend, the disabled Christopher Pike, you know, after a tragic accident, uh, to a specific destination. And that's a very interesting story, and I wanted to see that once again to remember what that was about, because we all know that Captain Pike will be landing in that wheelchair one of these days. He will be disabled. He will have this horrific accident while saving children, and that's even being talked about in this new TV show, because Captain Pike has seen it in some sort of vision what his future is going to be like. And all we do is sit there in the end. We know what's going to happen. We don't know how and when exactly. And that's going to play out in this TV series. And I hope they're not going to alter his um, his his uh, destiny. I hope they're going to stick to that story and give it a very promising and uh, heartbreaking emotional ending. Make it more epic. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And that's also something that I bought when I was in Nuremberg. I told you I was buying a comic book and I bought only one, which is... A paperback issue of uh, the Mirror Universe, very old comic books being drawn in the 80s. And I am looking forward to reading it probably right now after this podcast because I'm taking my beer going back to bed. I'm still poofed. I'm still fucked. I need a break. Um, I will be back with maybe some artwork, maybe talking about Peter Gabriel once again because the album Up is still coming. At least in my schedule, I'd like to talk about that because it's a great album. And I will be back at some point. I, I'd like to end this podcast for now. I'm just exhausted. Still, bear with me. I am old, guys. I'm 43. Okay? I was 42 a couple of days ago. I'm 43 now. So imagine that. How time flies. I wish you all the best, guys. I hope you're doing well. Try not to be too frightened of, of the future. I hope you can enjoy life a little bit just like I can. Maybe enjoy some artwork, other hobbies, bicycle tours. Or maybe if you can, you travel to Germany and want to see this place. Go ahead. I can recommend Bavaria of all the places the most. I'm not really too keen on Berlin and all that. Anyway, that's all I got. I, uh, I hope you're going to tune in next time. Take care of yourselves and bye-bye.